Well, greetings to all of our family and friends. This is the senior pastor of This Rock International Ministries, Apostle Nathaniel Leon. I'm excited to welcome you to our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. We're in expectation for what God is going to share today. We believe that there is a move in the earth that God is raising up a transformation among sons and daughters, men and women of God all around the world of the kingdom. There is an army of men and women that are ready to see the glory of the Lord. We're pursuing his presence, pursuing the grace of the Lord. So I'm going to ask you to be sure to do the work of the evangelist as I'm about to do. What is the work of the evangelist? And that is to share the good news of Jesus. We believe that as we share the gospel of Jesus Christ and you hit that share button, the influence of the kingdom is going to advance and God is going to be lifted. So uh, welcome, Sister Melissa Larson. So good to see you. Sister Crystal, well, Crystal welcome. Ada, welcome to the podcast. Uh, blessings, Pastor Richard. Uh, Sister Anna, welcome. So good to see you. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to ask you one more time to do that, that work of the evangelist. Share the podcast. Let us know uh, where you're watching from so we can keep that region in in prayer. Uh, Pastor Matt, so good to see you. Welcome to the podcast. Demetrius, welcome, welcome. Sheila, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, we're praying over each territory, each region. Thank you for sharing, Sister Crystal. We believe that each share gives us an in, uh, uh, an invitation for those to hear the word of the Lord. And we're believing that God is going to minister greatly. So welcome from Corona. Welcome from Riverside. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray the grace and peace of the Lord over you. I've also just shared the podcast. And we're believing that God is going to minister mightily to us in a great and awesome way. So wherever you're joining again, please let us know where you're joining from. And we're going to get ready to go straight into the word of the Lord Coachella. Welcome, Coachella. Thank you for joining. Sister Rosie, welcome. Glad you're here. Sister Margaret, welcome. All right, we're going to start with just a word of prayer. We believe that there is power in prayer, that prayer is not just a religious activity, though it is spiritual. It is a legal transaction. It, it is the word called petition. It means it's an injunction in the kingdomly realm or the courtly realm of heaven in the kingdom of God. So we're glad you're with us. So good to see you, Pastor Bridget uh, Finley. Welcome, welcome. Sister Eunice, welcome. We're going to go ahead and start uh, with a word of prayer and get right into the word today. Heavenly Father, we ask you to strengthen every hearer today, that our hearts would be encouraged, that our minds would be would be edified, and that our spirits would be strengthened in our inner man, in our inner woman. Open up the eyes of our spirit to hear what thus says the Lord. I pray that this is a moment of supernatural grace that is coming upon every hearer of the word today. Strengthen the hearts of your sons and daughters. Open up the ears of our spirit, our eyes to perceive, our minds to know what thus says the Lord. Speak to our hearts. Open up understanding. I pray miracles and signs and wonders would accompany the teaching and preaching of your word. I pray the grace of your presence would be revealed and that you would get glory. Now I pray mysteries be manifest. I pray the grace of the presence of God would increase and that we would decrease. Thank you for wisdom, revelation, and the counsel of the Lord. This I ask according to the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. And let someone that agrees say amen. Before we get started, one more time, make sure to share the podcast. We're glad you're with us. So good to see you, Brother Ray. Uh, Kadena, welcome to the podcast. Uh, again, sister, uh, sisters and brothers, we're glad you're with us. 
We're going straight to the uh, brother Juanito. So good to see you, Sister Eunice. Welcome. We're going straight to uh, the book of Romans chapter 8. And the Bible tells us of our position in Christ. Romans 8 verse 21 tells us this is our key verse. And we're going to start there. It says, because the creature itself shall be delivered. Remember, creation has a being. Everything in existence is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Uh, we've read to you before. I'm going to reiterate to you that the, that the mountains can sing according to the Bible and the trees can clap. Spiritually, there is a frequency, there is a sound, and everything that exists is groaning and travailing for the manifestation of the sons of God. I want to encourage you listening that that creation is waiting for you that the earth is waiting for proper government says the creation itself or everything created will be delivered from the bondage of corrupted leadership corrupt again i'll tell you again every week corruption is not just perversion corruption is not just compromise corruption is a perversion of authority it, it, one word for corruption is bribery, to use authority for self and not the purpose of the kingdom. So good to see you, Apostle Usman. Welcome to the podcast. The Lord bless you and your church. Corruption. Now, God wants to bring deliverance. There is a spirit that wants to enslave humanity that wants to bring men and women under the yoke of slavery the spirit of egypt and the spirit of Bob, uh, uh, the spirit of babylon are both slavery systems but one thing babylon wants to do is change your identity and give you a new name you see meshach shadrach and abednego were their babylonian names Daniel's name was given to him uh, in his Hebrew tongue as Daniel, but they changed the name to a Babylonian name, Belshazzar. And the enemy wants to change your identity from what God has made to what to what the enemy wants to call you. But I declare you are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. You've been anointed and you've been appointed and you've been chosen and you've been you've been picked by God and you have a a, a celestial name, which means heavenly name and you have a terrestrial name, which means an earthly name. You see, there is a name your earthly parents gave you. Remember, the Bible says, according to Matthew 16, right about verse 17, the Bible says 17 and 18, they're going to put that up, Matthew 16, verses 17 and 18, there was a man named Peter, and this man, before he was Peter, Verse number 17 tells us, Matthew 16, and Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Remember, Jonah was a runner, and there was a legacy working in, in Simon. And the word Simon, multiple things, little rock, but it also one translation, sand. That you're going to go from sand to Petros, which is rock. And there was an old identity in Simon, that generational lineage. He said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. So a revelation of who Jesus is comes to Simon. And now God addresses him as Simon, son of Jonah. But look at verse 18. And I say unto you that thou art Peter. So now God is changing the name of Simon to Peter from sand to rock. He's changing the name from from Jacob to Israel. He's changing the name from Sarai to Sarah. He's putting Yah 
in the name from Abraham to Abraham. Ha, he's putting his name in the name. God puts his name in our name. So we don't see ourselves. We see God in us. Blessings, Apostle Phil. So good to see you, Vermelona, our good covenant brother and kingdom associate. Welcome to the podcast. He's putting his name in our name. He's writing in us new identity, new spheres so we can access what belongs to us. He said, blessed are you, are you Peter, and upon this revelation, I will build the church who knows who they are in the kingdom of God. They will go through this similar transformation and they will become living stones. Go back to verse 21 of, of Romans 8, 21 tells us, because the creature itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption and the enemy wants the earth in in bondage he wants it under slavery but i declare that who the son makes free shall be free indeed that there are men and women in the earth that are being molded and being transformed you're listening to me and the enemies had us on the backside of the mountain we've been fighting lions and bears we've been wrestling uh, with snakes on the backside of the wilderness moses was on the backside of the wilderness for for 40 years growing in his identity growing in the newness of his nature being transformed 40 years he prepared in Egypt 40 years he prepared in the wilderness to lead the people of God and I want to tell you God is doing something new he's creating a new identity bless you pastor here I'm welcome to the podcast he's teaching and revealing this new measure of glory blessing pastor Charles our good friend from Lancaster the Lord bless you our covenant friend as well we believe that there is a new dimension of power about to come because we're about to hear another name now I want to encourage you that Jacob became Israel I want to encourage you that Saul became Paul. I want to encourage you that Simon became Peter and there was a new encounter with God. You say, well, I had a new encounter. Well, the Bible tells us according to Revelation chapter 2 verse 17 that there is another encounter that we're going to have. Blessings, Brother Young. Welcome to the podcast. Blessings, Sister Corinthia. Welcome to the podcast. He says, he that, he that has an ear, let him hear what the, what the Spirit is saying to the church. God is talking to the church. God is talking to the ecclesia. In order for God to move in the way he wants to move, there must be communication. There must be a hearing ear. Not everyone that has an ear can hear. And let me hear, not everyone that has a natural ear. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Now the church has issues. The church is going through problems. There are things that are not corrected yet, but let me encourage you, God is not done with his church. God is not done with his bride. He's not forsaking the call and the plan and the destiny. To him that overcomes, I will give to eat of the hidden manna. I want to tell you, it's a season of over overcoming. It's a season to take ground. It's a season to see harvest. I declare what was making you run, you're about to chase. You may have been the prey, but you're about to become in the spirit, the predator. And what was chasing you, you're going to chase. What was against you, you're going to see the God of heaven turn seven times. I prophesy according to the word of God that it came in one way, but it's going to flee seven ways. You're not going to be responding to the devil's attacks, but the devil's going to be responding to your attacks. See, in here in America, 
They've got something called American football. And there are two sides. There's an offense and a defense. It's time for the church to get off of defense, defending and responding and reacting. God is giving you the, the, the ball in the Holy Ghost. You're going to take ground. You're going in to take everything the enemy took from your child, took from your home, took from your marriage. There is a new identity about to come upon a people who are hearing a voice within the voice, who are hearing a sound within the sound. They are in their prayer closet. They are pursuing the mind of the spirit. They are going after a new identity in the kingdom of God. And God says, get ready. That new identity is going to release to you something called hidden manna. This hidden manna is going to give you insight and foresight, going to give you concepts and, and realities. I declare there is an answer. There is a solution. There is a key to what we've been dealing with. I see mountains in front of the people of God. You're watching me and there are mountains that seem unmovable, that seem unshakable, that seem uh, that seem like they're going to overwhelm you. But hear me about the Spirit. In this season, you're not going to climb the mountain. In the previous season, you had to climb mountains. You had to overcome in mountains. But I prophesy in this season, you're going to declare and the mountain's going to move with your words. You're going to speak in and what's going to change this thing. There is a wind of the spirit about to come upon your life and move things out of your way that you couldn't move earthly. Battles in your children, wars in your marriage, wars in your household. There was a wind of the Holy Ghost about to blow. Confirmation, Apostle. It's on this broadcast, but it's coming to your house. It's coming to your finance. It's coming to your children. It's coming to those around you who have been unable to fend for themselves, but I declare that he is going to cause you to be a light in the midst of the darkness and assault preservation to those who were decaying. He that has an ear, Revelation 2.17, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I declare you're going to overcome. That word overcome is the word nikeo, nikeo, and, and where we get the word Nike, which means victory. It means to conquer. It means to carry off in victory, to come off victorious. I declare you're about to carry the spoils out. You're about to see the weight of God's power move you to a place of kingdom influence that you never thought possible. He said, get ready to carry the spoils, that goodness and mercy are about to come upon you. We've already crossed over into a new season. We've already come into another realm. And in the previous season, you had one battle after another and one war after another and one attack after another. But the Holy Ghost wants me to tell you, you're going to have one blessing after another, <clears throat> one miracle after another, one healing after another, one breakthrough after another. You're going to see the favor of God begin to do in one day what you couldn't get done in 10 years. I see God says, get ready. I'm redeeming the time. Joel chapter 2 says he redeems the time. Joel chapter 2 tells us he's a restorer of the time and the years the canker worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar have eaten. I'm restoring to you the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar. I need you to hear me about the spirit. God said I'm giving you back time. Verse 25 says, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. The army of God is about to come upon the scene. And what this means is your time is going to be restored. You didn't lose time waiting on God. You didn't lose time going through the hell you went through. You didn't lose time wait, uh, dealing with your fear and worry and frustration. It was all a part of the process. It was all a part of the growing. 
Even the error and the mistake you made is going to work for your good. Your Bible says the righteous man falls seven times but gets up again. I declare you're not righteous because you never fall. You're righteous because you don't stay down. You're not righteous because you never fall. You're righteous because you got because you got back up and you've took a licking and kept on ticking. You've kept pursuing. You've kept running. You've kept going after God. Let me encourage you by the spirit. There is an overcoming grace about to come. And I declare the restoration of your time that the next six months for some of you, the next six weeks for some of you, the next, the next 12 months for some of you are going to be the most accelerated you ever seen before that in these next 12 months in the these next six months, God will do more than he's done in the next, the last 12 years. He's going to move you forward and restore in one month what could have taken 50 years to see. That's the redemption of the time that the Kairos and the Chronos are merging. And you're going to have seasons of suddenly after suddenly after suddenly, a season of radical favor that will cause you to excel beyond your contemporaries. They'll cause you to excel beyond your haters. They'll cause you to excel and you'll watch the God of heaven restore everything the locust the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm one thing all of these worms have in common they are harvest eaters you're not your harvest is not going to be consumed this time your breakthrough is not going to be consumed this time your miracles not going to be delayed i see in previous season it was almost there but something shifted it i see the in the previous season that the fruit fell before uh, off the vine before the time and when it was about to be the time it failed but God says it wasn't that moment I need you to hear me somebody say I'm about to receive it and then I'm about to have it there's a difference between receiving and having you can have something but if you've not received it spiritually it's not yours I declare you're going to receive it before you have it you're going to walk in in the spirit and participate in something that's already yours there's a knowing coming on you there's a reality and, a, and an awareness and a confidence coming to you I will restore the years, the locust and the canker worm and the palmer caterpillar and the palmer worm. See, one thing the caterpillar does is there is transformation in the caterpillar and you are not the caterpillar. You are the butterfly. I want you to write that. I am a butterfly. You say that's kind of foolish. That's kind of kooky. A men don't want to be associated with butterflies. We want to be strong and confident. But hear me about the spirit. The butterfly does something in the eco structure. The butterfly is the pollinator. The butterfly builds life the butterfly creates oxygen or spirit the butterfly butterfly is a sustainer Jesus was a butterfly everywhere he went he brought life everywhere he went he changed but inside of the caterpillar is the butterfly the worm eats the harvest the worm takes what is in his the worm thinks about themselves but the old us is dying and the new us is coming be not conformed but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is not, not going to be new. It's going to be renewed. There is an awareness of your, your identity in God, of who you've always been, of what's already been yours. There was a confidence coming upon his people in this season, a knowing in their inner man, an awareness in their inner woman to walk in other levels of power, to move in new levels of authority. And I declare there is an army that this army whose purpose solely is to execute the will of the king, to bring under, under subjugation, under, under dominion and rule a people in the earth that have, that have, that, that have, that have, uh, have been longing for freedom, but also bring demonic strongholds under power. 
bring hell under order. I see it by the spirit. God is going to change. Go back to Romans 8, 21. Here is what the scripture says. He says that the creation itself is going to be delivered. And I declare those cities must be delivered. Read verse 22. Bible says Romans 8 verse 22 tells us for we know that everything in creation is travailing in pain until now are you hearing me everything created is in pain I'll remind you again by God's grace I'm the father of five children praise the Lord and every time we've went into the labor and delivery room you hear groans and you hear travail you hear a sound of wailing and moaning you hear a pain in the room you hear uh, uh, people down the hall crying out in agony because it's travail something's going to be birthed the Bible says that everything existed is in pain right now it's it's in travail right now it's going so the earth is in travail are you hearing me London is in travail Los Angeles is in travail. Hollywood is in travail. South Africa is in travail. Your city, your nation, the education system is in travail. Houses and land, those things that were made are groaning right now. They are groaning within themselves. They are groaning within. We were able to pray and intercede and have a prayer meeting over the weekend at the Bonnie Boy House. And a groan came out and a travail began to come out. But the Bible says, verse number 23, go, go up to verse 23, that not only is the earth travail, not only is creation travailing, not only is everything we see travailing, not only they, but ourselves also, which are the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves groan within yourself. I need you to hear me. You are not emotional. Something's not wrong with you. You don't need Prozac. You don't need medication. You are in, in battle. Your spirit is under attack because you carry the solution for creation around you. I need you to hear this. Everything around you is groaning and that's why you're groaning. Everything around you is, is in travail because you're also in travail. Hear me by the spirit. It's time for the people of God to groan. It's time for the people of God to come into this cry. That word groan is the word sustain azo. It means to groan together. A common groan, a community groan, a cry, a sigh, a moan, a, a, a crying out. And I want to tell you right now that that's what you're feeling. Something's not wrong with you. Something's not wrong, wrong with your family. You've got something in you that's going to change the worlds around you, change nations and cities. And you're feeling these things like, like, the, like the prophet Elijah is feeling the weight of nations. He's battling with the spirit of Jezebel. He's warring with, with powers and princes. But be encouraged. Those that are with you are more than those that are against you. And a strength is coming upon you. Not only they, but we within ourselves are groaning. We are the first of the spirits. We groan within ourselves waiting for the adoption. I want to tell you God is about to adopt some things. He's about to restore some things. That word adoption is the wheel for Sia. The wheel to see, which means we are fully mature sons. God says there is a fullness about to come. Hear me by the spirit in the earth. There are two types of rain. Number one, the former rain and number one, the latter rain. In the former rain, the first job of the former rain is to soften the ground so you can break the ground up and put the seed. 
So the first rain and harvest is to soften the ground so you can break the ground and put the seed. The second rain, the latter rain, is so that the, the, the seed that grew would come to full maturity come to fullness. I declare there is a latter rain that is about to bring the people of God into, into full maturity. Bring uh, men and women that have been in process and building and growing. He said there is a wheel for seer. There's a spirit of adoption. That's also found in Romans chapter 8 verse 15. They're going to put that up. Romans 8 verse 15 says uh, that, there, that, that God has not given us this thing to fear and to worry. Verse 15 tells us that for we have not received the spirit of bondage. There is that word again. I said, there is that word again. Verse, verse, verse 15 says, we've not received the spirit of bondage. It is the word dulia, slavery, a condition of slavehood. I want to tell you, you are not a slave. You are a bond servant of Christ. You are not bound to the elements of this age. You are bound to the elements of the kingdom of God. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. And one of the things that keeps men and women in bondage is the spirit of fear. It is a force. It is a power. It is a spirit that is keeping men out of their destiny, keeping women out of their calling, keeping the sons and daughters of God in a place of futility, swinging and moving and not producing, warring and not seeing harvest, sowing and not seeing reaping. But I prophesy in the name of Jesus, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. We've not received it. The word fear is the word phobos, dread, tired, dread, terror. That which, that which creates terror in our hearts. But you have received the spirit of adoption. The weothesia spirit. The spirit that, that grafts us in and moves us into maturity. The spirit that grows us into men and women that can handle these keys. And I want to prophesy to you listening under the sound of my voice, those that have been looking for deeper dimensions, those that are tired of ordinary and average, those that say, I don't want to live on the outer court nor the inner, but I want the holies of all. I'm tired of religion and tradition. I want to move of God. I want the glory of God to visit my children. I want the fire of God to come upon my generation. I don't want the spirit with measure. I want the spirit without measure. There is a cost for that oil. There was a price to be paid as a living sacrifice. But I declare there is a spirit that's about to come and release and going to trade the groan for the cry. I said the groan for the cry. The word cry is the word crudzo, to croak, to cry as a raven or a bird, to cry aloud, uh, to, to pray, to pray or cry for vengeance, to cry aloud. I declare that the groan is becoming a cry. The moaning within ourselves is moving us, but we're going to cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, God. Intimacy with God is about to come upon us as a never before, and a sound will be heard by the Father. And this sound will cause the grace of God. Look at 16, for the Spirit itself is going to bear witness. Are you hearing me? I said the spirit of God is going to bear witness. Sumor to Nuria, it means to bear witness. It means to bear joint witness. It is co-agreement. That's the word martyria. So there is a, a, an evidence that's going to bear witness that we are the children of God, the technon. We are the lineage of God. See, here's the picture. God is about to validate your sonship and your daughterhood. They, they, they have something called paternity test. 
And when the paternity test is presented in a court of law, there are certain rights and certain compensations that are due. You're a son, but you're about to be validified. I'm a son of God, but I'm about to be affirmed. The, the test results are in, Maury. The test results are in. There, there is a validation of who you are and whose you are. There is a witness about to come about what's yours. And when God verifies you're a son of the king, everything in the kingdom is yours. Every part of the inheritance is yours. You are not an orphan. Ah, uh, you're, you're a son and you've known this thing. But inside we're dealing with rejection. Inside we're dealing with pain and frustration. Inside are we really who God said we are? But I declare there was a bearing witness of the Holy Ghost about to come before the throne of heaven. And you are going to get everything that God says. He said, I'm going to give you this thing. Hear me by the Spirit. That you are the child, you are the offspring of God. And when paternity is established, inheritance is unlocked. I said, when paternity is established, when it is proven, when it is verified, uh, inheritance is now on the move to you. Look at verse 17. And if children, I said, if children, I said, if you're a child of God, if you're a child of God, if, if you're a child of God, the scripture tells us, verse number 17, then you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. I want to encourage you. Yeah, that's fine. I want to encourage you. You are not going to inherit what God has. You're going to inherit God. I want you to write that. I'm after God. I don't want after. I'm not after what God has. I want him. I don't want his money. I don't want his blessing. I want the blesser. I don't want the healing. I want the healer. I don't want deliverance. I want the deliverer. I don't want a way made. I want the way maker. I want the source. I want the, I want, I want his heart. I want his mind. I want God. I want the spirit of God. I want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering and the power of his resurrection. I want to know his ways. I want to go to God like David and like Moses and say, God, teach me your way. Teach me what no man has ever known before. Show me behind the veil a part of you you've never revealed before. I want to know him. Uh, you're going to inherit God. There will be a generation that inherit God. And as you inherit God, you will become a joint heir. Sunclamo Romeos, a fellow heir, a joint heir, a tied inheritor, a co-heir. That means everything Jesus has, I have. I'm going to say that again. Everything Jesus has, I have. And the name he has, he shares with me. And the glory I have, I give to you that you would be one, one body, one spirit. It's my pleasure to give you the kingdom. I want to give you the kingdom. I want to give you my identity. I want to give you inheritance. I want to bless you in a way you've never been blessed before. Are you hearing me? A joint heir, everything he has. And those of you married folks understand if you have a bank account and you have a joint bank account, there are two people on the account, but everything in it is both of theirs. No matter who puts it in, if they're both verified, you can access everything. I want to tell you there is an account. There is a storehouse and in heaven, everything we need and everything we could hope for is in that account. Blessing and miracle and joy and favor and the lowest is resource. We heard Prophetess Morgan teach about abundance is the economy of heaven. Overflow. God don't want to bless you. God wants you to over. He wants you to abound. Uh, John 10 verse 10. 
The thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you would have life and that you would have that life more abundantly. Abundance is the law of the kingdom overflow. And the lowest level in the kingdom economy or, or the lowest level in the kingdom is resource. It is authority. It is riches, but it's the lowest level. Mammon is the lowest level. That's why sinners can handle mammon. It's a glory, but it's a low level. Sinners can touch it, but there's a level of glory that sinners can't touch. When the dead raise and ears open and eyes are unstopped and mysteries to know the hearts of men, a truth that is revealed, joy unspeakable, rest in your family. Ah, the blessing of the Lord makes overflow, makes rich, makes abounding, but adds no sorrow. Riches is more than money. There are things money cannot buy, peace and joy and health and rest and confidence in God. The Bible tells, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> the Bible tells us verse number 18, verse number 17, Romans 8, 17, that if we're children and heirs of God and joint heirs with him, if we suffer with him, the word suffer is the word sumpasco, to suffer, to feel pain to endure. How many have ever went through pain and said, God, why am I going through what I'm going through? Why am I enduring the, the attack? Why am I going through the betrayal? Why am I going through the loss? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. If you're a healer, why do we go through sickness? Uh, if you're a deliverer, why are we bound? If you're a savior, why are my children lost? Uh, why are we going through? This is the power of your experience. You can, I cannot preach my theory. I can only preach what I've been through. What have you been through? What have you walked through? The oil is not a, it doesn't flow through theory. It flows through experience. What is your testimony? What did you go through and God keep you and deliver you from? That's the power of your witness that you died in that thing. And I don't want to go through things that I don't have to go through, but there are certain battles we've got to face and wars we've got to deal with. But be encouraged if you suffer with him, you'll be glorified together. Sundax Adzo, glorified with that when he rose, you rose. That when he came out of hell in the grave with the keys of the kingdom, with the keys of hell, death, and the grave, that when he rose, we rose. That we, when he ascended far above principalities, when he rose to the right hand of the majesty on high, when he came into that place, he said, I prepared a place for you in me. That where I am, you would be. He's inviting you to that same level of glory. I need you to fathom that Jesus is in the throne of the Father and he's inviting the overcomer to join him in that throne. So no matter what the price we've paid, no matter what the price we go through, look at verse number 18 that we must reconsider. We must re logizomahe. We must reconsider based on a revelation. We must reconsider based on logiz. You get a logo, but you reconsider the suffering. That you're not being gypped. You're not being taken advantage of. You're being given the greatest opportunity. And this is what blows my mind. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I feel it at times. But nothing can compare to the honor that God is giving you and joining us. Uh, we're going to see what I had never seen before. We're going to hear what ear hadn't heard before. We're going to witness the greatest knowing and knowledge of God that any generation has walked in in any time past. Paul saw it and said, I want it, but I can't get it. He said that in the ages of to come, 
there would be a fullness, the dispensation of the fullness of times. The mysteries would be made fully known. That Paul said, I know the pieces of this thing, but there is a fullness coming to a people in the last day, a fullness of miracles, a, a fullness of breakthrough, a fullness of wholeness. Hear me. I reconsider the sufferings of present time. You only suffer when you remain in what is called the present time. At this time, present now, noon, noon, which is present, and kairos, time. So the enemy wants you to live in the earth time. But when you get in the spirit, you're not suffering anymore. You may be going through things, but God begins to wipe your tears away. He begins to refresh you and, and suffering is made for time. But when you step into the spirit, you step out of time and now you're above principalities and powers and now your restoration begins to come. Your miracles begin to come. Your healing begins to come. I reconsider. You've got to change your mind by your revelation that you are not cursed. You are blessed. That this thing that you've gone through is going to work for the glory. That everything you sow cannot compare to what you're going to receive. The suffering of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that's going to come out of you. I said there's glory coming out of you. You're going to carry the glory. That the suffering was a key to the glory. That the pain was a key to the power. That the nails were a key to the healing. That the cross was a key to the resurrection. That the low place was a key to the high place. That the brokenness was a key to, to the healing ministry. God said, I, 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 you went through this thing, but it was for my glory. I'm just about done, believe it or not. You went through this for my glory. You endured this thing for my glory. You suffered for my glory. You went through the pain for my glory. It shall be revealed in us, verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of you and I. Are you hearing me? Everything that has been created is longing and desperate for sons and daughters who are fully developed to be manifested in the earth. Are you hearing me by the Holy Ghost? The earth is longing for you. Cities are longing for you. Territories and regions are crying out for the sons and daughters of God. The men and women who have the keys of the kingdom that will bring perfect order to creation. They've been through hell. They've died. They're dead men. An army of dead men that loved not their lives said that they were willing to die so they don't die like John. John was the only one of the 12 that stood at the cross and he was the only one of the 12 that died of natural causes. When you face death, you will never face death. When you deal with internally, you will see the victory that God has for you in your household. Hear me by the spirit. Everything in creation is, create, is waiting with eager anticipation for the unveiling of the sons of God. If you've ever seen, as we talked about uh, some time ago with our good friend uh, and, and covenant brother, Apostle Phil, we talked about the recall. And, and when you're going to present a vehicle, a, a new model, they cover it in a showroom and they manifest, they unveil it. But you cannot manifest the vehicle with three wheels and one mirror and windows missing and hood missing and parts in the engine. you got to finish. And I pray the Holy Ghost, Lord, finish in me the good work you started, the thing you started in me. Finish that thing. 
complete the work that you've got to be confident that God, I want you to put this in the comments and say, God is about to finish me. Here's what the scripture says, that we are confident of this thing. You've got to be confident. You've got to know that God is going to finish. That he would started the good work in you will finish. I prophesy a finisher's anointing. You're not going to come this far and stay where you are. Philippians 1 verse 6 tells us, the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse number 6, that we must be confident. We must take on a confidence in Christ, being confident. What is the word confident? It is the word patheo, persuaded, completely. I am fully persuaded that what God said about me is going to happen. Completely convinced, made sure, not double-minded. Sometimes we're confident about God, we're confident about His move, we're confident about His glory, but we're not confident about us. We, we we're not sure what God is going to do, but hear me by the Spirit. You are going to be confident of this very thing that He would become the good work. He would become the completeness. He would started building us and healing us and changing us. He is going to complete this thing. He is going to perform it. It is the word epitelio. It means to end, to accomplish, to perfect, to, to fully furnish that you're not going to come this far and be left this way. You're too far. You've come too far to go back now. You passed the point of no return where it's closer to go all the way over than it is to go all the way back home. He will perform it unto the day of Jesus. Jesus Christ. He's going to finish in you the work, the attitude, the identity, the calling, the, the healing on the inside of us. There is a completion of this thing. Romans chapter 8, verse number 19, that we're confident. Verse 19 tells us by the scripture being cut. Verse number, that everything is waiting for the manifestation. Verse 20, it's longing, it's in hope. For the creature was subject to vanity. I want you to listen to this. Why would Israel need to wait 40 years for something the unbeliever already had? The Canaanites, Jebusites, they already had it. Why would God make Israel wait 40 years and develop for something the, the unbeliever already possessed? Because as long as it was in the hands of unbelievers, it was subject to the word vanity. Devoid of truth, devoid of purpose, it had no meaning. So wealth that God made land and property was made to be under the jurisdiction, the, the subject or the, the rulership of the sons of God. And when sinners hold things, when sinners who don't fear God rule, that thing is under vanity and it's under a curse. So this is why the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous because as long as men in the earth that do not know God or fear God obtain authority and influence, it's under vanity. It has no purpose. So the treasure has no purpose. The land has no purpose. The money has no purpose. The car has no purpose. The building has no purpose. The religious worshiper who doesn't really worship God, the compromised Christian, the building has no purpose. Everything existed is subject. It's under the spirit a vanity. It becomes under the dominion, hypostasos. It's, it's subordinate. It's under rulership, a vain glory. And it's groaning and it hates it. The car hates being in a, in a sinner's hand. 
The mansion hates being in a in a demonic person's influence. The the, the corporations like Amazon and YouTube and the corporations like uh, like Facebook and the corporations like Apple and Android, all these billion dollar companies are groaning, waiting for the men of God to arise with supernatural identity. And when we have that identity, the mystery and the cloud is no more. And we know, we knew in part, and we saw in part, but now we can see face to face. And that knowledge unlocks supreme glory, technology. And now systems become subject. Business becomes subject. Education fears become subject. Not only they, but we within ourselves have been groaning. Verse number, verse number uh, 20 says it became subject not willingly but by reason I'm in verse 20 now but by reason of him that subjected it in hope it became subject to vanity the devil said all this power has been given to me it's been transferred and I'll give it to you if you will fall down and worship that's what he told the the devil told Jesus in the book of Luke that all this stuff has been transferred to me but there was a hope. What is the hope? What is the hope? Genesis chapter 3, 15, that the seed of the woman would crush the head. The seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent, that there would be a piercing in the foot. But this is the hope that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. I will put empty between the, the serpent and the woman and between the seed and her seed. So remember, there are the seed of the sons of God and there are seeds of the serpent. We're not all God's children. That is fallacy. That is not the Bible. We're all, and it's beautiful to sing that thing, but the Bible says there's a seed of the woman and there are the seed or generation of the serpent. They're in the earth and they are the seeds of the serpent. They have no conscience. They can murder. They can abuse. They can rape. They can pillage. They can molest. They can sex traffic and they have no conscience. They are called the seed of the serpent and you don't pray for these ones. You, you don't ask God. No, no, the seed of the serpent are those who are reprobate. They've been predestined for destruction. Are you hearing me? Verse number 20 tells us, 21, because the creature itself will be delivered. Everything created will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into glory that looses liberty. Into glory that looses liberty. And in order for there to be glory that loses liberty, we have to have right governance, right rulership. The word dispensation, the Bible speaks of something called the dispensation. A dispensation is a governing authority. Not just, it's not just a time, though it is. I'm going to take you there. The Bible says that there's something called the dispensation of the fullness of times. This dispensation this dispensation has been uh, has been ordained for the glory of the sons and daughters of God. Here's what it says. We'll read Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10. You'll find this 1 Corinthians 9:17 speaks of dispensation. Same word, Ephesians 3:2, dispensation of grace. Same word, Colossians 1.25, dispensate wherefore I made a minister according to the dispensation. But we're going to read Ephesians 1, verse number 10. The Bible says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, and we've always taught dispensation to mean, to mean set time, sphere, allotted, it is. But the, but the Greek word is the word okolamehia, which means management, managers, 
you listening to me a dispen the dispensation of the fullness of time is when the right managers come into position the right sons and daughters of God come into authority the right leaders step into position the word dispensation is management of a household management oversight administrators property overseers those who administrate which is called dispensation so if we read this correctly the dispensation of the fullness of times is when the right leadership gets in government the office the administrative see there's a curse in the land when the wrong administration is in office in the presidential governmental citywide it they legislate demonic decrees they legislate in earth what's illegal in heaven but there's something called the dispensation which is the right management the, there will be a generation that gets the management well right in the church and right in business and right in education they're going to get this thing correct and when the dispensation verse 21 says when the glory is manifest and it doesn't and it doesn't quench it will be when sons and daughters get the right leadership structures strategies and systems the key to liberty is glory and the key to glory is appropriate order i'm out of time here's what verse 22 tells us for we know that everything created is groaning and travailing and pain until now but not only they but we within ourselves which are the first fruits of the spirit grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption the redemption of the body summa the body of Christ, but our body. Redemption, that God is going to glorify himself through a body. And that all of the keys, he said, there is coming a day that you will ask me nothing. That in that day you will ask, you will know all truth. There will be no shadows, there will be no limitations. You know in part, you prophesy in part, but this, this is moment is coming upon you. I've got to pray, I've got to go. Hear me about the Spirit. God says to tell you, son, daughter of the Lord, you are going to carry this measure. And that's why God is requiring of us of what he's required of no, no generation before us, that we're completely dead and that they see him. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, I pray under, under those, under the sound of my voice, that you begin to heal, that you begin to deliver, that every place of bondage, every place of war, every place of attack, that you would bring healing and wholeness, that as a point of contact, send the word through the airways, deliver, save, and restore. Every place my, my brother was wounded, my sister was broken, give back what was lost. Healing, restoration. I send miracles to that man, to that woman, as a sign and a wonder that you want to use their life. Let fire go through the airways. Let miracles go through the through the through the through the television. Let it go through the the tablet. Let it go through the phone. Let the fire of the presence make new, make whole, and make alive. Strengthen each man, revive each woman, and grant them power, provision, but also revelation of what they're to steward and how they're to walk that out. I ask it now, and I pray the signs and wonders would be evidence of an encounter they're going to have with a living word that will grant to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation to steward. Creation itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the sons and daughters of God, and you are that generation. I seal it now in Jesus' name. If somebody agrees, say amen. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody say it's already done. Amen. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, 
or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.